The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I'm on QB. Hi, everybody. This is Sarah. And this is Megan. And you are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Yes. Um, we were this... Week picked by Podsauce, <gasps> Alicia Renee said mm-hmm. our names, our two names oh on the interwebs, on their show slash podcast, and picked ours as her murder most foul true crime pick. And I scream pooped. <laughs> scream pooped. Yeah. It was so exciting, like really exciting. That we're even, among, I mean, they do shows that have all these famous people. They literally interview famous people. Super famous people and people doing really important podcasts that maybe make a difference to society. Um, oh, see what I mean, Randy? <gasps> Randy. Um, they interview people who know how to edit. Oh, So yes. that when the cat like a professional. butthole goes in their face, yeah. they can edit they it out. They probably don't even have cat buttholes in their basement, probably shitty not. basement studio. No. My basement is shittier than the Silence of the Lambs basement. <laughs> Buffalo Bill. <laughs> shittier. Put the lotion in the basket. Yeah. Put the lotion in the basket. Fuck you, precious. <laughs> Randy. But that was very exciting for us. So great. thank you, thank you, thank you so much. It's a great way to Alicia, start off. you are just a dream. A dream. That's a great way. Did I just burp in the Probably. Microphone? Sorry. I mean, my God. Sarah and I are celebrating our last night of winter break from the deodorant factory with a mini bottle of Prosecco. A baby bottle. It's a baby. Yeah. Um, LaMarca comes yep. out with tiny baby bottles. I mean, you just, you still <sighs> there's, can be a booze hound and have yeah. like 47 of them. But there's you don't feel as so much, much of a butthole. fizz yeah. and they just make me a little gassy, a little gassy. But um, delicious and a great way to end um, a break that was riddled with uncertainty. Yeah. Sickness. Sure. Hallmark movies. Oh. Drunken. <laughs> um, Terrible debacles. drunken behavior. Terrible drunken Not by debacles. me, but by you. And the death of our dear lady... Queen of all, Betty White. Right. She's my glitter. If we're just starting. Oh, my glitter. God. I didn't know she was your glitter. Well, that's good. You just went right into it. You like had perfect professional segue skill. Yeah. Um, I chose not her death, obviously, as my glitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't know who wrote it on Twitter. I'm I always look on Twitter and I never did and now I do all the time. I, know, I, I don't, don't know why. I don't understand it. Um oh Randy. And it's basement too is a shit show. I'm sorry. Um someone said like here Betty Betty White lives to ninety nine. 
She gave us eight decades of entertainment. She was in TV for eight decades in entertainment. And you still like would want eight more decades from her. Like there just aren't any performers around where at eight decades isn't enough. You still want more from her. Um, So she died one, you know, really just every, and really we could all come together. Our nation is a divided it's a divided nation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think even the QAnons liked Betty White. <laughs> they, I don't know if she was on their pedophile blood sucking list. I don't. I never saw her face. Yeah. I don't. And I don't think she's on their Epstein flight. I don't think she's on the flight list, list either. No. So I think they liked her. She's never been to Epstein's Island. I don't as far think so. I and I'm tell. pretty sure she hasn't ever killed a baby and drank its blood drink its to, no. for youth because she died old. Right. Yeah. So QAnons, I think you liked Betty White, too. So it was a shock for all of us. It was. It You knew it was going to happen, obviously. But I just, I don't know. I wish she would have made it to her 100th birthday so she could have watched another celebration of people just really telling her how much we love her. I think that no. would have been fun for her. I but heard it's still going to happen, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm sure they will it. celebrate yeah. her. And I just celebrate her life probably now. Yeah. But I mean, she was ripping on Ryan Reynolds as of two, like two days before she died. Oh Yeah. I mean, awesome. Hi. She. Hi. 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 <laughs> Hi. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Sometimes your brain ain't right. Hey, um, <laughs> that was so weird. Anyway, I just, I don't know. I mean, I know we talk about the Golden Girls all the time and we've done like Sophia Burns and stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, the Golden Girls legitimately is one of our favorite shows. No, I wa- I mean, I watched Together. it so much when yeah. I was pregnant with Rachel. So yes. this is t- like 21 years yes. ago that literally she was a tiny, teeny, tiny newborn. Like in the six weeks I was still home. And her eyes and kind of head would turn when the Golden Girls theme song <laughs> came on. And I was like, oh my God, she remember- She knows what it she is. She already knows. Because she heard it all uh-huh. the time. Yeah. I mean, she grew up knowing watching right it. i mean just watch she probably everything went over her head but she i mean she watched yeah. she's seen every episode she still watches it all the time for sure it. i think uh for a lot of moms doing late night feedings golden girls were big for us because it was on like all night it, on yeah it was on show. all the time and when i uh had rory and had horrendous postpartum depression yeah. and wanted to kill myself and everyone and just curl into a ball and die that's what i would watch all night long it's immense comfort yeah. show so it's, it is and it's yeah. funny and like i look over like just when i sat down tonight i looked over to my right and on my little desk i have betty white's oh, little she's right magnet there. yes because yeah. she was remember when we dressed up like them for you halloween betty. and i was betty i was rose i was dorothy and then when i sat down to have my coffee this morning my Betty White um coaster was on my table like she lives in me well she yeah and someone else too said she blew like a huge hole in the earth I did too because it's with her butthole butthole. yeah um but just I mean think of the impact this one woman made and then the fact that Golden Girls I mean that just what show is like 
like that for people where I, don't pe- know. I mean I don't know and five older women living together and people just watch it constantly. The I gays mean, four loved it? older yeah, women. Four. I was like five. five. I don't know. Why I said four. Well, sometimes. Five. Remember when Dorothy's bitch sister would come? And well, then there was Stan, and yeah, and there was Miles, and Dumb, um, then yeah, whatever well, was, the fuck Miles yeah. turned into. Yeah, well, he can go fuck himself. Yeah, Miles. Anyway, I am glad that you. Yeah. So I just her life. And being able this, you know, after she died, we just watched a few Golden Girls episodes and just how goddamn talented all of them were. Yeah. And they weren't afraid to talk about real stuff and everything. And it showed that, yeah, women can be older, God forbid, in their 50s and still be active and smart and sexy and worthwhile and not just be like washed away slugs like they were in Hollywood at that time. Right. You hit 35 and you were done. Even Elizabeth Taylor found couldn't. Mm-hmm. She was gorgeous at 35 and her roles started drying up. Like, my God. Nicole idiots. Kidman saying that now, too. I just read an interview with her. I mean, it's just women need to then be writers of their own stories and yeah. more directors. And it's so hard. Can you imagine a story about women our age? Yeah. I the mean, antics that's not already been told because they just repeat the same ones. Think of something, and the moms didn't new. look like perfect moms in tight jeans and a little right. We need button-down shirt with a cardigan. We need slobs, right? Yeah. Just terrible slobs, <sighs> just like us. Um, my glitter is, is that what we're doing? Glitter yeah, in the let's shitter. Start with yeah. Glitter. Okay, so my glitter in the shitter was a lip gloss that I stole from my daughter on New Year's Eve. Um, I'm not, I don't usually wear lipstick, which is weird, but. Which um, is weird because you sold I it so, to your friends and that stuff was everyone. spendy. It was. And I, I mean, yeah, I just, you know, now we're just old and wrinkly and well, no one gives a fuck. You have fuck. a mask on all day at your job. Yes. You and we also to. haven't been out of the house forever. So, no, we're shut in. Um, and masks. But so for New Year's Eve, I decided I was going to try to put a little color on my lip and I stole some out of Sadie's makeup bag that was on the counter. And when I put it on, I thought, holy fuck, this is something special. It was Tarte Maracuja Juicy Lip Gloss is what it's called. Maracuja? Yeah. I don't know if you're doing that right. What is it called? Maracuja Tarte Lip Gloss. Tarte with an E at the end. Lip Gloss Your lips looked beautiful. It is maracuja, juicy oh. lip. How do you yes. spell this maracuja? M a r a c u j a. This felt like I was putting butter on my lips. Like it was so smooth and silky. It felt good. Like I was putting a lip gloss on, but it was pretty and it was super shiny and it wasn't like out of a tube. You know, like with yeah. um, applicator, it was like a lipstick type of a lip gloss. And it is something special, you guys. It is $9, Ooh. 19 sorry, oh. $19. Um, My ooh goes to a... Yeah, I know. You know what? That's if, a lot yeah, for but, some. But I'm telling you, you looked, the, it's you worth You looked it. fabulous. Now, I got that for my daughter to put in her birthday gift basket um, and I didn't really know what it was. I was just like, oh, look, it's a cute little 
pack, you know, it was like a lip gloss oh, and a liner yeah. and a whatever. Um, but when I stole it, I was very upset that I had not kept it for myself. So oh. well, just steal it again. I'm gonna just go. Like I I, I, now they have it at Target because the Altas are oh, at Target. If you go to so, a certain Target, yeah. If I don't you have an to. Alta at your Target, you can get them yeah. there. And then but, you can use your five card, your Target card. Yes, this is. I mean, I I, I raved about it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I have 800 lipsticks, so I like. Yeah. And I ne- haven't worn them in two years, but yeah, I still I like lipstick. Yeah. This maybe if it's like moisturizing too for the winter. Yes. That's a then you got a two for one. This felt good, and it was the right yeah. amount of shine for my geriatric lips. Right. And speaking of lips. What was your? What were some of your favorite posts from our funny fuckers on um, Facebook? I had, if we go with your segue yeah, into it, yeah, that was Amanda another one of my Beers wrote a terrific story that really uh, I think all of us have experienced, especially our friend Horn with the long <laughs> vagina. Um, sometimes when ladies sweat in the nethers, mm-hmm. the butter area, and maybe you're wearing your biker shorts like mm-hmm. Millie Vanilli. <laughs> Um, and you sit down and then you stand up and boy, howdy, you have some vag stains and you leave them there and it's terribly embarrassing, but what can you do? I mean, it's better than huge blood stains, I guess. Which we've all left those I mean, that's a given. Um, so that was hilarious because we've all been there. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there and you die every time it happens again. You die. The one time I exercised and sweat, that happened to me. Wait, and then it's at every yoga studio and every, you know. Oh, yeah. gross. And then you, you half-ass clean those mats mm-hmm. with their water in the la- lavender essential oil. Yeah, that aren't really. It doesn't clean nothing. Antibacterial no. or antiviral at all. Um, of course, I thought. A clear winner was Alicia Lampman that I felt we need to hire as a historian or some sort of organizer <laughs> yes. or someone who does yep. her job better than us. Clearly, yeah. she had a breakdown of some of her favorite quotes and I read those. And of course, the minute like you might not know, but like the minute our show is done, we almost have no memory of yeah. what we've just said. I mean, really, we'll sit and go, okay, what was something we can use for we the We try title? to name it, and, we and then we're like, even... fuck, were we, did we what did we talk, talk about? about it? <laughs> Who um, are the people? Yeah, we have no, I don't know. I think because we're mentally ill and kind of yeah. dumb. Yeah. But that was so fun. That was actually super fun. <laughs> I had almost forgotten about the, oh, a pedophile would just tell me. Let's just be friends. <laughs> Let's just be friends. <laughs> you know what, Sarah? We're just going to stay friends. Uh, I'm going to go with this little girl over here, all right? <laughs> Can you get out of my van, please, now? Take the candy. Here, let me go. open. Yep, I'm opening let the door. Open the get door out now. You. Yep, get out. No, you can't pet the puppy. Just get out. Oh, jeez. Taylor Milligan Sloan, I really like that she now works with the Carol. And she was so oh, tempted yeah. to say, Carol, can you put your tits in that vice real quick? I told her, you know, speaking I think you of, should still. Yeah, speaking of Carol, there's like a Doug in today's uh, episode that we're going to yeah. have to talk about. Oh, my. It's Carol's male yes. counterpart. Um, Cherie Baudon had her Gay Bob fashion book, which Hilarious. is, I mean... It's a gem. It's yep. like a icon. Yeah. It's a gem. Like you have to see it. 
I can't even. Sherry it's so is good. so lucky. She is lucky. God. Oh my goodness. She had a mom who was just ahead of the times. She did. Um. So here we're going to announce we have three new Patreons. Um, but speaking of Jason Momoa for our Patreons, we don't have a Momoa this time. But I had a dream like two nights ago. And I'm so it's the dumb. It's, it shows just how dumb I am um, and, and terribly um, pitiful. Um, the dream was that I went to like a nerd con or something you know one uh, of those sci-fi uh-huh. nerd things to this go get this wasn't real this wasn't real oh, it was okay. actually a dream but it was like it was like not a, that you'd go i would go to those no. in two seconds and now they're never gonna uh, have them again and no. now he's too famous he's never gonna go to those again <sighs> um so i paid i was waiting in line to get my picture with him you know and then i get yeah. up there and he says whoa nice shirt and then i looked down and i was wearing a shirt that had he-man a he-man pattern and it was a but it was a button down oh. shirt and it oh had different my. he-mans like a pattern different he-man standing and then it was also a short sleeve a short sleeve <laughs> button down <laughs> with a collar with a he-man pattern and i remember looking and saying thinking to myself oh my god why did i wear that shirt like why did i look nice why did i dress up and do my hair and makeup and wear fashionable <laughs> why did I wear a He-Man button down and like wanting to die and then like now I gotta take my picture with them and like almost crying because I wore a He-Man <laughs> short sleeve button down and then I went to like a Q&A of the audience and he saw me and said He-Man shirt <laughs> and then I woke up I think and shame <laughs> Like this show is going uh, into my dreams. Yeah, I, like it was a man's short yeah. sleeve work shirt with a He-Man pattern, yeah. and that's what I wore. And the chances, and the thing is, I probably would have worn that if, if I have that shirt. <laughs> if Cassie and I had not gotten to you prior to, yeah, the you house. would have screamed at me and made me change. Oh my god, we would have burned it. <laughs> But ah, so dumb. Anyway, <sighs> these people paid money to for this shit. Can you believe it? Mm-mm. Oh my Who god! Who are they? All the way from did you down, already say them? No, I didn't. Oh, down, <laughs> I didn't. Down under. Um, what are some of your favorite Australian phrase phrases? I love everything that they say. I'm bluey, like they say. Oh, in re- for real life. And that sounded British. That did. Every yeah. Um, that's right. You love Bluey. So I love Bluey. So I listen to Case File nine hundred uh-huh. times a day. So I just in nineteen ninety nine. Um, Maureen O'Connell, welcome. We love you and all our other Australian Thanks, buddies Maureen. down there. Thank you so much. I'm going to send you stickers, so it may take a while. And I'm sending out others. I've been lazy as shit on that. God, I'm dumb. <laughs> I just can't get it together. Well, you could we I, you could. Well, I forget me. though. That's the thing because of my brain. Yeah. Um, Janie Hansen, which I think is the cutest name. The cutest. Thank you so much, Janie. We're so excited you joined. And Michelle Goldner, thank you. Just today she joined in and Aww. made it in time to be on this one. We are so happy Michelle, that you enjoy bell. some terribly embarrassing Patreon episodes just for you. We will apologize in advance yeah. for our drunken behavior in one episode. Right. I mean, it was 
Just absolutely terrible. I received a text message from someone, another listener who is going to join our group incognito, but um, she wants a live taping of us as well. She's like, I would kill to watch. I'm going to try to, I promise, like and put on YouTube. I was going to try to set up a camera, yeah. but the thing is now I have you behind this thing yeah. for our desk. Well, that's where Betty but is, I maybe yeah. could like do a, well, well, I'll figure out an angle or something. Also, we barely wear bras when oh, we're, we're taping, hideous. So you would have to like um, really prepare your eyes. We'd have to prepare ahead of time. But I'll try that if you're interested and try to put on YouTube and yeah. also have a video of it. Yeah, like I'm in my pajamas. Right but now. your pajamas look really cool. Um, I was at a New Year's party with these people, and everyone dressed up in like glittery, sparkle dresses, beautiful makeup, beautiful hair, these beautiful women. And then somehow I thought you had said you were just wearing your sweatpants. And I thought, oh, it's just sweatpants. And so I wore sweatpants. But it didn't matter because and didn't do my makeup and my hair i looked like i rolled under the dumpster we laughed so hard oh that was we have a rodney dangerfield meme story that we'll have to tell you another time because oh that we did it is hysterical i cry i still cry when i think of it sarah did it again she did it again i ruined someone's whole life in just (laughs) one second and everyone laughed at this person Instead of sympathy, they laugh. No, we all loved it. We were like, God, we wished we would have thought of the... You just had to know the meme. Yeah. I, we just didn't know it, but it was the perfect... Yeah. <laughs> it was so It perfect. was the perfect meme for the situation. And that happens yeah. sometimes. It happens. Yeah. It you was... have a meme that is too perfect and you have to let yeah. it go. Yeah. A gif or whatever. Yeah. Um. All right, we're we are back to old forensic files this week and an actually very famous yeah. story. We are going to do our take on it. It's a story that gets me real like riled up. Yeah. And so I'm going to just apologize cuz I might have a few of my um fits as yeah. I have. Yeah. A few during um, it. This is the first of the many shitty Peterson murderers. Right, never marry a Peterson no. is like a thing in true crime, and it's well, Nutbar married a Peterson. Nutbar married one. Yeah. She sure did, but he's not a murdery Peterson. She would murder him. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. He wouldn't marry. I mean, he thinks about murdering her every yeah. day, but he's too. But he would afraid. He no. oh my god, he wouldn't. He's too anxiety ridden. No one. No. Would. Cassie would literally pull the knife out of her chest and just stab the shit. Out oh, of, he knows yeah. that too. He wouldn't she even go there. He will never let anyone kill her. Yeah. And she did um, send a picture of his balls accidentally she to people. Did. She, so he has yeah. more reason than one to murder yeah, her. And she's won't. an bar. He won't. He um, loves her. And he's a good Peterson. But every other Peterson's horse shitty. So here's our first. He's the first one. So we watched. Forensic Files, a novel idea about notorious Michael Peterson, better known from the true crime documentary that first aired in 2004 called The Staircase. Yes. I watched that in my, because I was in, I think it was even in my, no, I was in my first, just in my first house. Um, with my first husband, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, and that's kind of where something clicked. And I'm like, this true crime shit is 
fascinating. Yeah. Um, and now this the Netflix does have the staircase on it, and they added like eight more episodes to it. But like the first part was enough, I thought. I don't know. Um, but a lot has changed in his case since this forensic file. So I do have some outside information for you. The crime itself took place at the very end of 2001. And all I remember really from 2001 is Rachel was born in the, in the spring and in the fall was September 11th and like nothing else sunk in. Cause those were two such major events in my You're life. Right. Nothing else. But I did like things like Gladiator won Best Picture. I loved that movie. Russell Crowe was hot as shit in that movie. And now he looks like he lives in a dump. He's a dumpster Santa, kind of. Um, I never saw that movie. Oh, I loved it. Loved it. I don't I loved it. No, it's very gory. You wouldn't enjoy it at Mm -hmm. all. There would be nothing for you in it. I loved every minute of it. I thought it was good. And Sex and the City got an Emmy for Best Comedy, Mm -hmm. which is now redone. I don't know if we needed it or not, but it is currently called And Just Like That. Yes. And it's on HBO. And I think there are five episodes out now. And every time I watch Sex and the City... I think the terrible puns are so bad that I get angry. Yeah. But I watch every episode and I've watched and just like that every episode. I don't know why the show. You have watched it? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I've watched every episode, went to the theater to see the movies. I think with you. Yeah, we went to the movies. Um, Yeah. I have HBO now because I was going to start Succession it is is it and i haven't yet um and i started that and it's like i can't stop with it i just get hooked i don't know i have not no i don't really like any of the characters and i love it yeah it's not really it's nothing at all my thing Mm -hmm. no and i love it i don't know why i'm dumb again like i said (laughs) and i just things pull me in against my will I, I just can't help it, but I've seen everyone. Everyone. I just need to always know what happens. I don't like any of these characters, but I have to know what happens. I don't know. Good for them, I think. Capturing the simple minded, you know. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we're their forced audience. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. There was a um just Lunchables began in two thousand one. Have oh Lunchables saved your life at all? Well, my kids beg me for them. Yeah. Like still, even when I'm like, no, I'll make you real homemade food. They still are like, please, can I go? I want the one with the Oreo. Right. They're garbage food. Yes. And every mom owes their sanity to Lunchables. I I don't know what. I don't know how. Is it even meat? Oh, no. It's like slimy. None of it is food, I think. Oh. And. I mean, I'm sure there's moms out there that are, I would never feed my child a Lunchable and maybe give their kid like good organic food. And, and yeah, I, there might be. I didn't. We're not them. I didn't. I fed my kids spaghetti and meatballs tonight. Uh, I was the type, Rachel had the beats at three and she needed, she was on shots until she was 10. So it's seven years where half an hour after she started eating, I had to give her an insulin shot, counting up all the carbs that she ate. And she was a kid that did not eat 
ever and would eat real slow. So I'd have to always be like, you, ha- you have a time limit. Right. You, ha- you have a time limit. Nobody else here does. I understand that. But you do. You have a time limit. You have to put this. You have to do this. and that, Or you had to give a shot before she ate. And I never could do that because she just, whatever. But Lunchables, she would eat. And I could know because the whole thing had the carbs all carbs together. Carbs together. I mean, it's terrible. But you could. I they really know. did save your life. You got to do what you got to do. She was yeah, the pickiest do. eater. Oh, yeah. I mean, just either would never eat or just eat huge shit. And I, I just wasn't, I couldn't, I didn't have the time to say you, you can't yeah. leave the table until you're done. No, she had to eat something. Right. Oh, anyway. Um, Atkins diet was huge then. So everyone was eating like huge mm-hmm. Flintstone things of pterodactyl meat. Mm-hmm. I remember. Um, and then the, didn't the Atkins diet doctor die of a heart attack? I don't know. I think he did. But Rob Lowe does Atkins commercials. Yeah. So I will never um, speak ill of them. I I mean, lower carb dieting, keto and all that stuff is dumb. Paleo and all that is huge right now. It's just so it's for me. It's a hard low carbs. I did that for a month. Remember, I did no carb. Yeah. Um, practically and it was the worst it's so hard drink to um maintain that yeah everything i want to eat and everything i like to eat is pure carbs but then you also you know you need carbs yeah well i macros i'm sure i get my fucking fair share but yeah the the amount i eat is paul bunyan macros right for the amount i right um, but you only live once, and if you want a carb, go ahead. If you want a giant gunt, go for I it. I mean, yeah, you're not going to be Cindy Crawford. You'll you're going to be, be like Gunty us. LaRue. Yeah. Like my husband calls me Gunty LaRue. Yeah. But, and we're going to wear yeah. it. We're going to wear okay our noodles and our potatoes proudly. Yeah. What else? Fuck. Um, so, I don't know. Did you find anything about 2001? Uh, no, it was a lame year, but it was when... Uh, Beyonce, you know, what was her group? Destiny's yeah. Child was everything. Um, they were. Independent Woman came out. And then there was a weird also like, uh, so it was the Destiny's Child slash weird alternative sort of rock bands like Lifehouse. Do you remember them and Matchbox 20? Yeah. I mean, they weren't really alternative. They were just like fake rock kind of. I don't know. Um, so that was what was happening. There was really nothing. There was nothing great. Yeah, about people just it at didn't all. know how to do the two thousands. We thought so. Mm-mm. You know, we had spent our childhood thinking it would be a certain way, and then we realized it's shit. Right. And then I think we all just didn't know what to do with ourselves. Right. Yeah. Right. There was a lot of country on the charts too. Like people liked. Uh, Really, were into Kenny Chesney and Tim McGraw. It looks yeah. like during this time. Oh, and Toby Keith. Oh, jeez. Well. No, thank you. Oh dear. All right, should we begin with this shit show that is Michael Peterson? None of yeah, none of these songs even made me want to sing. Oh, that's that's not good. Mm-mm. That is not good because you like to sing every. Every yeah, song. I do. You there do. wasn't even one good oh, one my. here. Oh, oh my God. O-Town had a hit. Do you remember O-Town? Yes. Yes. They were like the, a boy band 
that was on that TV show yes. with the perv guy who yep. also made in sync, right? NSYNC, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That guy. Um, he looked like a classic pedophile from the dictionary. He sure did. Yeah. Yeah. But they had a hit all or nothing. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I remember them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they had to made some sort of, I don't know, impact. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Mm. All right, we're going to travel back to 2001, like we just said, kind of a boring year, except for, you know, the terrible terrorist attack that changed everything. But Mm, this this was was after after that, that. too. Yeah. Michael and Kathleen Peterson had been married for a while, but this was not their first relationship. They were older in love when they met. They had grown children. Michael had two sons from a previous marriage. And two adopted girls from, that we will kind of learn their story in a little bit. So we had four adult children. She had one adult daughter. They married Kathleen. Um, they were young, adu- young they, adults. They were young adults. They were like in college. So, I mean, they were like were 20s. College. Yeah. College age and a little tiny bit older. Yep. The sons, I think, were mid-20s. Older, yeah. The girls were young. Well, college age. Yeah. Kathleen was very successful. In fact, we see Diane Fanning, who was an author of the true crime book based on this. And she, I wrote, looked like um, an Tyne older Giant oh, <laughs> Bailey, but I wrote older Janet Wood from yeah. Three's Company. Yeah. So picture Janet yep. from Three's Company. Very dark older. black yeah. hair. Yeah. Terrible glasses. Um, she talks about that Kathleen was a very successful businesswoman. I mean, making millions. She was worth millions at this Nortel Networks. Um, She was also the first woman ever accepted into Duke University School of Engineering, which was probably in the fucking 70s or 80s. Why are you taking so long to accept a woman? Because fuck you. Duke? I guess. I don't know. She was super brilliant, really smart. She was the breadwinner. Michael, though, it says was a decorated veteran of the Vietnam War, and he was an author as well and wrote a New York Times bestseller Yeah, um, called A Time for War. He had another book that was pretty well received. Um, so he was probably just making royalties from some of his books. He did not have a job at the time of this murder. In fact, he did not have a job for the two previous years before this murder. Kathleen was the only worker. The thing was, they lived in a luxurious 10,000 square Square foot house. Yeah. How do you even, if I lived in a 10,000 square foot house, the filth, the filth, (laughs) there's no way I could even keep that clean. I would have to have help, obviously. There's no way I could I couldn't have that many rooms. I it just would be a shit show. I couldn't handle it. I can't what handle do do? the rooms I have now. Yeah. How many? How much is a normal house like? Two. Well, ours is twenty six or something, and it's, it's like nothing, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, they show some wedding photos again. They were older. I don't know how long they had actually been married at this point. Not that long, I think. Um, but the wedding photos are all of her on a staircase that they show. And I thought, oh, uh, did you really have to show those sorry. ones? Because the staircase comes into play in this yeah. big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So they have the five grown sons. They have the 10,000 square foot home in Durham, North Carolina. And this one night at about 2 a.m., 911 gets a call. And it is, well, it says it's James Peterson that was calling, but it was Michael Peterson, right? Yeah. Um, I just did a printout or whatever. Oh. So, Michael, there is no James Peterson. No. What the hell? fucker named James Peterson. Um, He's saying, my wife had an accident. She's still breathing. I mean, in there, that right there, that one sentence, just remember that. The operator says, what kind of accident? He says, she fell down the stairs. She's still breathing. Please come. And he sounds pretty uptight. <laughs> One one call yeah. lady goes, uh, how many stairs? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, 15, 20? I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know. This, uh, stairs. It wasn't one stair. She would just be laughing at stairs. And he's like, can you like get somebody here? Um, She's like, please, can you go count them right, right. now? No, I need to know an exact dead. number for my notes. <laughs> God damn it. Michael. The narr- He's on the phone. Uh, One, two, yeah. three. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Sir, are you counting well or are you just hurrying and you're counting? Because it seems like you're hurrying. Please get an accurate count. The paramedics come and this is where his previous statement of my wife is still breathing. They're like, what? Because we see the paramedic who I wrote was handsome. Uh-huh. He said uh, there was no the signs of life, paramedic. no pulse. No respiratory rate. I mean, she, to him, was like long fucking dead. Mm-hmm. She would not have just died minutes no, no, before. She no. was dead for a while. Yeah. So that is sketchy there. And as well as I'd seen many documentaries on this man, and he is about, he just talks like this all the time. So I feel like his 911 call, even about very dramatic things, he doesn't have any affect. Yeah. I felt this was an act. I don't know. I mean, obviously it was, because I what I think. Um, so the paramedics are coming in, and she they notice poor Kathleen in her, like, sweaty sweatpant pajamas, barefoot, literally at the bottom of pretty shitty stairs for a mansion. Yeah. I mean, it's not like dynasty curved stairs or anything. No, it looks like not like from their wedding. It looks like if you've ever been to Mount Vernon in the back it looks alley like a back stairs to like a creepy attic yeah. where kids are molesting each other. Which I think it might have been. It might have just been the, the back flowers staircase maybe. into the kitchen. Yes. It wasn't like the main staircase no. in this mansion. So it's very narrow staircase, but a, I mean, clearly a lot of steps, probably like 18 to 20. Yeah. Um, Let me count. (laughs) Yeah. She's at the bottom and drenched in blood, Mm -hmm. drenched in blood. And the blood spatter on the staircase is like if you, I mean, I upset so many people with the Travis story being so gory last week. I'm sorry. I'd give you a warning. Um, But it's like if. um, You have to give a warning on a true crime. Well, I mean, if it's an animal, maybe, because people don't care about people. No. It's like if you took a hot air balloon or the hot air balloon part was filled with blood and you just squirted it on the staircase. So, um, or like Statue of Liberty had her diva cup and pulled it out and it spilled. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, there was so much blood that I think when the paramedics walked in, they were like, she didn't fucking fall down the stairs. I mean, we've all fallen downstairs. We have. And what, I mean, I've been lucky enough not to break anything, but I've never had like all of my blood squirt out onto the wall. No. TT fell down the stairs uh, last year or two years ago and broke her hip, grandma. She did. And that's what I was going to say. You would have broken arms, maybe broken shoulder, broken hip, broken legs, because you put your arms out in front of you and you would tumble. Your hip would hit your elbows. Right. This woman had her head was almost smashed. Yeah, it was gashed. And there was so much blood squirting out of it. Well, not anymore because she was dead. I mean, it it just was an absolute horror show. There's no way that you could ever believe that all the blood that was there was just from somebody falling down the stairs. I would never in a million years. You might get a rug burn scratch or if not a hard cut, you might get a hit and you might just get a little bit of blood. It just, I mean, anybody with a goddamn brain would walk in and say, this is a fucking horror show. This woman was murdered. That's all that there's no other way around it ever. The paramedics say um, to Michael Peterson, sir, uh, what, what happened? Michael says that he was outside by their pool, just smoking mm-hmm. his pipe. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you do at 2 a.m., you know, and just, you fuck? know, so when you don't have a job, I guess you can. Kathleen was upstairs working on the computer. Um, 45 minutes after they were both out there, which he had said, drinking wine by the, you know, just looking at the pool. She had gone in to do some work on the computer. Um, and then 45 minutes later, which was around 2 a.m., he said when he called the police, he found Kathleen like she was at the bottom of the stairs with all this blood, mm-hmm. covered in blood, laying there dead. Um, now, he said, well, she was drinking alcohol. We had wine. And then she had those goddamn sandals. And they were jelly shoes. They would have stuck to the stair. They were flip-flop jelly shoes. Why do men think women are so stupid that we just can't even walk in shoes? In shoes. That we're we're so clumsy that we're going to fall downstairs and have blood gushing from every orifice because we're wearing flip slippers. And we're like, "No, sir, we are the ones wearing the fucking Louboutins and yeah. walking all over your goddamn balls with them." What why in the hell do they use I don't know. I, I, I don't get Look it. Look at this issue. Might have been wearing this. this she was wearing those Lady Gaga lobster claw shoes that are like mm-hmm. 10 feet off the top. Possibly. Even Gaga didn't fall. But she, yeah, she might have fallen and had a broken arm in her hip. And then or bumped her head and maybe mm-hmm. this uh, uh, idiot. Um, they find when they take the body. They show photos like you can go on and see photos of this. And when you see it, you're like, oh, holy hell. No right, way. Right. No mm-hmm. way. No way. Oh, nah. Um, and again, no injuries to her. No broken bones, which if you fell that badly, you would have one. Right. No fractures. Nothing. Just well, horror show on her head. Michael says, well, I didn't see her falling because I was at the pool. I was smoking at 2 a.m. But she was already at the bottom of the stairwell, and he assumed that must have been what happened. 
toxicology reveal reveals that Kathleen was a point oh seven. She wasn't even legally drunk, and no. she's probably a booze hound that maybe could have handled way more than that. You can go down your damn stairs. Yeah, she could have driven a car. Yep. Um, so that came from Frida Black, who was former assistant DA. Uh, she looked shocked. Um, she had Sempaku. That, like, she was shocked at everything she was saying. She had a face Her that was eyes. in constant <laughs> alarm. <laughs> alarm! Oh, Frida. Did you want another of these? Or? I don't. Do you think we should? I don't know. Mm. Well, you can think about it. Okay. Um, I'm looking at the crotch scene right yes. now. Yes. So. She was below the lingual, legal, the lingual, limit. Lingo the lingo limit. limit. Maybe, we should, maybe we should have more. And this comes from P. Dwayne. P. Dwayne <laughs> Deaver, who is a nerd, <laughs> and his name is P. Dwayne. <laughs> P. Dwayne. Deaver. Deaver. P. Dwayne. He is the blood analysis guy. P. Dwayne. Uh-huh. Yep. P. Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne Diva. The forensic computer forensics guy gets her computer. Now, it was not her computer she was working on because she didn't ha- bring her laptop from work home that night. She had to work that night on Michael's computer, which could come into play here that she had to use his computer. They took the hard drive um, and they saw a lot of things, Mm -hmm. a lot of things. And we'll get into what they saw there. But it did prove that she had been working on the computer, but it was far earlier. It was around midnight. She was working and stopped, not 12. So there's, you know, or 45 minutes or whatever, 115, like he had said to to two. It was way before that. So that's kind of a first thing that his story is kind of off. Besides the obvious murder scene that was in the house. So the Deborah Radish is our medical examiner examiner. We have and I feel Radish like, and yeah. Devers. Yep. I felt she seemed kind of competent. Yep. Yep. Yeah. She nope, knew what I she was talking her. about. Yep. She sees the photographs and says, oh, hell no. I mean, mm-hmm. just hell no. She says, I've seen a lot of falls downstairs or injuries. First of all, most people don't die when they fall down the stairs. They just break the shit out of their bones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she said it's very rare. Very, very for rare. someone to die. And yeah, she just said, this blood is just fucked. That This is not going to happen. Kathleen's death is like a huge news story in their town of Durham um, because her husband was pretty famous. He had run for mayor previously a few years before. God, what a Um, douche. Now, Diane Fanning, the author, says that it was such a huge shock. They lived in a very peaceful, quiet, kind of rich neighborhood, obviously with their super mansion, Mm -hmm. kind of wooded. It was a great neighborhood. Things like that don't happen. Well, they do, I guess. They do. Yeah, they do. Her death, um, they're still kind of figuring it out. But at the scene was Michael's 25-year-old son, Todd. And he was there before the paramedics. He had not been there when the accident happened, as Michael and Todd said. But he came just before the paramedics came. How? How could he call the paramedics because Michael said he called the paramedics and then called Todd unless Todd lived like three houses down or whatever the paramedics came right away how would Todd have got there I don't know 
And how would Todd just be silent and not have any questions or not? Todd did not say a word and he, and he didn't have any blood on him to speak. He did not have any blood. Um, yeah, but he wouldn't speak to the cops. Right. right. He wouldn't speak to the cops. And if it's just an accident, wouldn't you just answer questions or say my right, dad like, no, called I me because he here. was upset yeah. that the white, you know, my stepmother just died. I'm here to comfort him. I don't know anything. He didn't say a word and he looked really shady. Um, so I have my ideas of what was going on there. I'll say later. Okay. Um, Frida, the DA, thinks that Todd was really jealous of the stepmother. I don't really know why, but... Um, Maybe because he thought his dad was still rich and like then she was going to get all of his inheritance or something. Maybe, but his dad had jack shits. Right. Well, he didn't know. No one really knew that yet. I guess. And maybe he wanted the attention to his father to himself. What 25-year-old man really wants all their dad's attention? A narcissist. I guess. And that, again, I have an idea on that as well, though. Michael said he called his son after the paramedics. And we'd be like, fuck you. No, he didn't. And isn't there phone records? I can't remember. They didn't say that, but I can't remember remember what they were. Um, Todd again did not refuse to speak, which I would find just weird. Like you have nothing to say on this accident of your stepmother. Like, why are you, what? Um, he refused everything. We see Art Holland, the homicide detective. And he just said he never, he never talked. It was super fucking weird. Um, Michael really didn't say much either, and his story was pretty fucked. Paramedics said that Kathleen's blood also did not look fresh when they arrived. In fact, it had already started to congeal and Mm -hmm. thicken up, and it looked like it had been there for hours, which it had. Right. And the wall on the staircase looked like it had been washed, and they showed a picture, and you could see where it looked like water clearly was running down over the blood, there was also another layer of blood spatter over the already dried blood. Right. So that made them think this is a prolonged. Did she, like all the other wives that were stabbed multiple, that fell on the knives multiple times? Did she fall down the stairs multiple right. times? Uh-huh. Oh, well, that was one of Michael's stories that she fell down multiple times because she was dazed. <laughs> no, 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 she didn't. She didn't. No. No. So the blood is telling a completely different story than Michael is. They're smearing on the wall. It looks half clean. He washed it right. But then there was new blood spatter over Over what he had already washed. Yes. Yeah. And so they were like, what the fuck is What is going on? And if, like, let's say I came home and Jamie did fall on the stairs. He was covered in blood everywhere. I wouldn't start cleaning. No, cleaning would be the last thing I would I, ever do. I wouldn't even touch it. I would have like other people right. come in and clean it. Yeah. I why cleaning it? Well, obviously you're trying to cover up the crime scene, you dick. Right. Mhm. That's I mean why else? A man isn't going to just start cleaning in a, uh, you know when I get nervous I just start cleaning the house. No man's ever said that. Mm-mm. No man has ever cleaned the house unless it's weird ass in a situation like that. Oh, right. On top of that, um, Kathleen's feet were bloody as shit. The bottom of her feet. Yeah. So they thought she walked through her own blood. So again, we see the blood spatter over cleaned, congealed blood. 
she obviously had gotten up at some point, him thinking she was already dead, walked through her own blood to try to get away, and he beat the shit out of her again, and she was down. Well, or something, or she fell down the stairs again, because that's what (laughs) she would do. You know what? I am a strong, independent woman. I'm going to (laughs) try these stairs again. Stairs, you are not going to take me down. I said 2001 was my goddamn year, Stairs. And these jelly shoes. Let me get these jellies on again. I'm going to put them on my goddamn feet and get up that stairs and go, oh, jeez, I fell down again. God. No, I just really don't think that happened. (laughs) Jesus H. Why? How is this? I, I I just can't even that this is still an ongoing saga. God damn it. It makes me mad. Uh, there were blood drops. Now, outside. Now, this will come in handy. Not outside the front door, but outside the back door towards the pool. Blood drops. Like a pool of blood, so it fell straight down, dropping on the back patio, and then a huge fucking... Sh- smear stain on the back door towards right. the pool so police like oh all right that's weird that her blood is way over here and dripping down by the pool so i don't know what that means um blood on the door and art the detective saying there were all these red flags and he started wondering like this is not what it appears to be in mm-hmm. his story his story was also fucked because he said Um, He was with Kathleen by their pool having a drink around 1 a.m. He and Kathleen left to go up to uh, Kathleen left. She wanted to go upstairs, work on the computer. Um, He stayed outside smoking his pipe for about 45 more minutes. Like these are people who are our age. How are they up this late? I I don't know because there is no way. We... If no, we didn't have to stay up. That fool didn't have a job. But if I... Yeah, I would be in bed... Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, it was December. Now, it's not our Minnesota December where your balls freeze and shatter if you go outside. Right. And you die. No, not like This no. was, you know, mm-hmm. southern December. It still was 50 degrees outside. And he was wearing shorts and a t-shirt. And a southern won't be outside in a shorts and a t-shirt even if it's under 70. I have no. a feeling. I lived in California for a little bit, and if it was 70, I had sweatpants on and a sweatshirt and was bundled up because I became so weak. Oh, now, I yeah. am a menopausal woman. Right. I can go outside in my right. underwear and bra top and horrify my neighbors, yeah. and it's negative five, and it's refreshing. You were standing in the door yeah. in the patio door on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Because of hot flashes. Yes. Yeah. And it just would open up, and I would say, oh, that's yep. stuff. And it was negative. Um, so this man was not outside for 45 minutes. And Kathleen was like, hell no, I'm not going outside and it's 50 without a coat. She didn't. I mean, she maybe went out for a tiny bit or maybe that was their thing. They would have wine by the pool. That sounds lovely. lovely. In fact, yeah. mm-hmm. this bitch was not outside at 50 sitting out there smoking in his shorts and T-shirt. You just I mean, and the fact that it that is very uncomfortable even. Mm-hmm. Of course, Minnesotans, we would be outside naked, just running around. Yeah, the that forensic is, meteorologist yeah. said it was. It was a, in a zone where it's not humans, in the comfort right. zone or something. I mean, you could have a coat on if you're non-Minnesotan, but a, a Southern wouldn't. No. No. Uh, so that they were like, yeah, right, bitch. And besides the fact that they saw she was working on the computer at 
12, they know that story is already horseshit. Right. She sent an email at midnight. Right. Uh, so he's not outside. She was on the computer earlier. But the thing that really I always go back to is the when people say some other theories. Yeah. As Kathleen, uh, Kathleen's autopsy, and there's these pictures are on the yeah. internet. Mm-hmm. They shaved her head as they do, I think, with wounds. And you can see, like, these are her, her head split open. Mm-hmm. She had seven deep lacerations. I mean, these were deep into, I mean, like, to the skull. Right. Uh, at the Through top of the her head. Yeah, yeah, cracked the skull. Yes. And you don't get that from falling down the stairs. You get a bump. You know, like you're yeah. not going to seven times unless, of course, that bitch was said 2000. She said 2001 was her year and she was going <laughs> to conquer those fucking stairs. She fell down seven fucking times and yeah. sh- split her skull open. Yep. But she was a determined woman. You don't get into first woman into Duke University engineering. No. If you don't conquer those fucking stairs. No. No. Her brain sh- tissue, which you can't fake brain tissue. If this is what's really showing had red neurons which means her blood neurons were already shriveled and dying um and that takes anywhere from two to six hours to happen so she had been injured and it starts once you're injured you're lacking oxygen blood is leaving so fast it's not flowing to your brain so if you die immediately upon death like if you smash into a tree or whatever right right? like you wouldn't have those red neurons because you you would die Right, your body didn't have a chance to do And your body that. wasn't trying to like keep itself alive for long enough. Exactly. That, yeah. So, so they knew that she hadn't just fell down the stairs, smashed her head Which and tells them for at least two hours, right. she had been injured and struggling. So from her injury to where she died. And he said there was only about 45 minutes right. that he was alone smoking. Right. Yeah. And so she had 45 minutes, maybe. You know, but the paramedics had said she was long dead. Right. Um, also, the lady who remember that lady who fell off the deck onto the cement. Uh, she had red neurons. Yeah. So that's how they knew she didn't just. Yes. Whatever. They knew she had been there a while. Yes. Um. Oh, no. She was found in the lake. I but thought they it was felt, by a pool. No, she fell off a deck Onto cement and the husband rolled oh, her into the yes, lake. Yes, there was a cement block. Yes, that yeah. And she, they had to have the fat ass reenactment right. of the of this breaking yes. of the railing. Yeah. Right. Yep. 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 She had kind of the same thing, um, which shows again a lack of oxygen. Um, at some point, which makes me think because one of her other injuries was a broken. Um, in her neck, a bone broken in her no, in the front, the oh. like the thyroid or whatever bone, which is strangulation. Mm-hmm. Again, you would maybe break the back of your neck. I don't know if you would break right on your neck on those kind of stairs. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that would happen either. So he obviously had strangled her at some point where she got a lack lack of oxygen. These neurons started kicking in as she's slowly bleeding out. Over a series of hours. Um, her death is ruled a clear homicide. And right. Michael Peterson is the only one in the house with her at the time. So, I mean, just that alone. Well, you did it unless someone broke in and killed her and left. But I mean, that's hard to prove. My God, idiot. Michael 
Peterson is on tape saying, Kathleen was my life. And then he says this. If Jamie ever said this, I would laugh until I peed. Do you think we both wrote down the same thing that he He said, said. I whispered her name in my heart a thousand times. What does that mean? I whispered her name in my heart a thousand times. I had to stop it and rewrite it. I whispered her name on my heart. I thought, yeah, and I was like, "What? That's dumb." What is? And it said, "He said she is there," but I can't stop crying in the most no affect face Mm-mm. I've ever seen. Mm-mm. I would never have done anything to hurt her. Well, you did fuck her multiple things here. Yeah. Um, police are really freaked out about Todd, the son, his unusual behavior that night. Um, they wondered what his deal was. Why was he there? Why was he kind of creeping in the corner on the side, not saying a word? Um, Michael Peterson is now a main suspect in the in Kathleen's death. They search her computer, which, like you said, it shows that Kathleen had sent an email to a coworker around midnight. Um, there was really nothing after that. So he, she was obviously inside the house an hour before he said she went in the house. So his story is already proven wrong at that point. They also found thousands of gay porn pictures. Yeah. Michael's computer was filled to the brim with gay porn and gay Bob fashion accessories. It looks like the members of White Snake wearing no pants. In the clips yeah, that they were he showing. Had a, he had a type. <laughs> they were like yeah. all these men. He had a type. <laughs> Maybe a poisoner in yeah, there. A yep, poison. Yep. Um, Michael also had in his desk, because he was a dumb bitch and printed these out. Why, again, why are people printing out emails that implicate I don't, an affair? You have to be so narcissistic that if you get caught, you would think the person would never want to leave you because you're you. And then it shows you other people want me too. see. Why are you printing it I off? I don't know. Unless there was like an they address and your GPS was broken. I guess in 2001, maybe people still needed to print off things I, for directions. But come on. I don't know. This was just like um, setting up sex dates. Right. To read it again, you would just go into your email. Them. Unless he deleted. Well, unless he deleted them from his email and wanted to keep records of them. Now, the emails were to a male prostitute. Now, just like Ted Haggard, can't you just get a boyfriend? Right. Why not just get a boyfriend? Um, they, the emails were plans to meet up for sex, I guess, obviously. And one email said, evenings aren't great for me. I'm married, very happily married with a dynamite wife. He said that's what dynamite every white non-gay man <laughs> says. I'm happily married to a dynamite wife. Right there, you know, gay. Gay. Is he- and then he says, yes, I know I'm very bi. You're not bi, sir. You are gay. Yeah. You are gay. Very bi. You are not very bi. Again, I was like. You are very gay. Dynamite. And that's all there is to it. Sir, you married Kathleen because she was coming in with the cash. That's gay, Bob lingo from the 70s no dynamite I, I i can't even and what just have 
a boyfriend then. I don't know. Why not just have a boyfriend and be normal? And I understand you had your image. You wanted to be mayor, all this kind of stuff. You probably wanted to have the wife, which wife to go with it and fund is a thing. I don't know. Um, the emails also said Michael had uh, other relationships with other men. One was a college lacrosse yes. player. Well, go for the lacrosse player. God, he's young he's and young able-bodied. And no kidding. What are you doing? I don't know. Oh, my God. What is thought of is that Kathleen forgets the one night she forgets her laptop. She goes to use his computer, turns it on, and oh, holy shit, there's just dick everywhere. Mm-hmm. Dick to the left and dick to the right and dick to the top, dick to the bottom. And somebody's singing, here dick everywhere. Again yeah. <laughs> yes. She opens up a drawer to put on some sunglasses because there's so much dick flying in her face, and then she finds more dick, and she finds emails, and she goes ballistic and says, what the hell is this dick all over for? Um, I feel like that probably could make sense that that might have upset her a little bit. Mm-hmm. They look into the Peterson finances and find that um, Michael had nothing. He hadn't even made any income for two years. He had no job. Kathleen's money was supporting the entire household. All of his kids' education, she was giving money to his kids, her daughter, and all the expenses of just their life, mm-hmm. everything. Their credit card de- debt was $143,000. Mm-hmm. And Michael's two grown sons, freaking frack, were begging <laughs> for money all the time. You're in your mid to late 20s. Get a job, yep. dicks. Yeah. Your parents don't owe you anything. Go fuck yourselves. But that's why I think that, what what was the son's name? Todd. 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 Give me a break, the worst Todd. name. Todd. Oh, my God. Todd mm-hmm. comes over. And Michael said, you're going to help me cover this fucking shit up or you're never going to see a dime. Mm-hmm. Um, I own you. Um, you're going to take whatever it was that he fucking killed her with and go out in the yard and fucking hide this or do whatever. And you're not going to say a fucking thing. If right. you want to see any of this money, you're going to be quiet and fucking stand there. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think he did. Being raised by a narcissistic, psychotic parent, yeah. you do whatever. You're just trained to do that. And obviously they were spoiled fucking weirdos. He had something over him, too, because when he divorced his first wife, he kept the two adopted girls. She had both of their boys, but then yes. their boys moved in with him yeah subsequently yeah so it was there was there was something weird going on here yeah but kathleen had a ton of stock in her business worth almost three million um but a drop in stock prices with a crash now they're it's only worth 50 grand not even enough to cover their credit cards no so they were really struggling with money and Michael knew Kathleen had a $2 million life insurance policy, which could pay off his bills, get rid of his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, she probably had maybe would get something like if he kept her stock and wait for that to go up and sell that too. He's thinking he could maybe get another $2 million again if it went back up and he could have all the dick in his face that he wants. Yeah. I mean, life was coming up dick for him and his thoughts. <laughs> Diane Fanning, who is old Janet Wood, says money and sex are the oldest motives. And Mm -hmm. Michael Peterson had both. Of course he did. 
good. The, you walk in and see the scene alone. You think, you sh- sir, your story makes no sense. This is clearly a beating and a murder. My God, sir. Why right. did they say, and she's dead. There's no life saving. Right. You need to explain this, you dick. Right. Like, you're coming down with us right now. Like, you clearly just killed this woman. Mm -hmm. I I don't understand. Is it because he was, like, a rich... Rich? You're going to answer some questions. Come on. This this woman was beaten. Oh, piss. I can't. Now, on top of all of this dick stuff, um, they say... Well, the motive is an evidence of murder. Well, my God, the evidence of murder was the clear blood spattered wife in the bloody scene. But I guess like, you need more. I have, I understand. Michael's whole fucking clothes were covered in blood. Yeah, Which he could explain away. It's like I cradled her head. Um, but no, the whole crotch was red like his period leaked. And he had blood spatter all over his shorts clear visible spatter and obviously there was microscopic spatter all over and blood all up on the inside of his shorts how would you get blood spatter on the inside of your shorts unless you were over someone beating them there is a difference like rory got a bloody nose on me yesterday morning of course course, he was in my bed and he woke up and leaned over and he just had blood pouring all over my arm and shoulder right like it's not the same as when you fucking smash a steak or whatever it was into not a steak like that you eat like a fucking whatever it was the fire (laughs) the fire fire poker uh, thing there's on some someone's controversy head. It's a over, different yeah. blood. Of course. And you don't get and spatter. spatter. There no. was you could see spatter on her shorts. You could see it with your eyes. It was there. There is only one way that gets there. That's not a yeah. smear. It's a spatter. And it even had a tail. Like it was flying in a direction. Right. You can see the direction it was coming from below his shorts. She was on the ground already. Which they then tried to reenact with Carol's uh, male counterpart Doug. Yes, and they made they him... dressed him up in some plastic <laughs> bags and some Ziploc bags and said, "Doug, um, and we then need they you put to come shorts, over here, Doug. Shorts over. Put these ball the tight shorts on. Yes, yep. they are an extra small, and you are quite a big, <laughs> sir. You put them on, Doug. Get over here, and Doug. Carol now, was this. in the corner just yeah. laughing. Yeah, like, thank she thought God. It, it's not my turn. Thank God I didn't have to lay there in the jelly shoes. No. Now Doug's going to take one for the team. And then he would smash the shit, the, out, of- the shit out of stuff and make blood go into his crotch. And then yeah. a woman with a camera would get up as close as yeah. po- like his pubes were for sure yes. stuck in her eyelashes and she was yeah. taking pictures of the blood spatter. And she would joke his, and say, yeah. can I get the uh, zoom in lens to see this? <laughs> can you maybe lift one of those balls up just a bit <laughs> so I can get in there better at a, at a good angle? Thanks, Doug. Oh, <laughs> poor Doug. Yep. Oh, shit. Um, so his pants are a shit show. He also clearly um, either was masturbating over his pants or trying to rub all the blood stains off. <laughs> but what they said is he never could see behind him and he didn't realize how much fucking blood spatter was on behind his pants. He never took off his short. I mean, he had shorts. He had blood spatter all over the back of his shorts, all in his crotch and his butt area. When you um, see those shorts, which they show, yeah. unfortunately. Jesus, it, yeah. It's not just a little blood spatter. No. And how, what is he putting his dick 
in his dead wife's mouth as a joke to get all that blood in his crotch? I, I don't know. Like, but, is he and standing it was all over, over her the, dead face? Yes, just it was all over the bottom. I teabagged a dead woman. Is that his next I, chat room? I don't know. Oh, man. Jeez. That's probably why the lacrosse player dumped him. He yeah. was like, no thanks. Yeah, you keep I'll go on teabagging everybody. Bigger and better things. Oh, so he clearly has bloody clothes. Uh, with the blood spatter, he clearly attempted to clean his pants. So again, if Jamie had fallen down the stairs, was in a pool of blood, I wouldn't think of just cleaning up, tidying up my clothes. No. I wear corpse clothes yeah. to public places. Yeah. I wouldn't care how they saw me. Like we said, period stains, ain't that they ain't no. nothing. When I go to That's a dressing room wardrobe. and change in yeah. front of friends, some friends scream, oh my God, <laughs> look at your underwear. Sometimes people scream that in public at you Who when you Who would disrobe. do that? I don't know. Terrible person. Just because of a period stain in the <laughs> underwear? How Terrible. rude. Oh, shit. Uh, P. Dwayne says, the individual wearing these blood-spattered shorts is very clearly the person who committed the crime because they were standing over the victim, kind of legs open. So he's probably straddling her and beating the shit out of her head. Right. Um, and also ca- casting blood onto the back of his shirt and the back of his shorts as well as he's swinging over his head the thing that really got me too is that this dick stepped on her because they have his fucking shoe bloody shoe print on her fucking back so he just stepped on her and probably fucking pushed her down held her down with his foot and beat her some more Mm mm-hmm or she was trying to climb crawl somewhere and he just held her yeah well because the blood print I mean, the footprint was in blood. Yes. So, so it wasn't yeah. just like, oops, I was trying to help her and I stepped on a little part of her, you know, back pant leg and it was just dirt. No. Yeah, but he did not no. have shoes on when the paramedics came. He took off his shoes and put them away somewhere. Ugh. So they had to ask for them and find them to find this match because yeah. she was barefoot knew yeah. that he was tracking blood all around yep. um, and probably had mopped up some of that blood eventually because yes. he had a long time to try to clean yeah. up and figure out what to do oh shit um again they're saying if your spouse has just been found dead the last thing you're doing is cleaning yourself and taking your shoes off and making yourself more at home mm-hmm. um yep there was not any blood on todd peterson's clothes they felt he was probably called in and had been there to kind of help, mm-hmm. oh, holy shit, what happened type deal. Since he's not talking, they really just have nothing on him. Michael Peterson doesn't implicate him in any way. But I always had a feeling like he was just there like, holy shit, dad, what did you do? Yeah. And he made him help clean up some shit. Yeah. Um, so they have a lot of ed- evidence here. Um, and some missing evidence because yes. they can't find. They figure it is something like... a. Uh, poker a fireplace poker that it is in much of their pictures in this fireplace poker was a gift to kathleen from her sisters or something like that um so they kind of know what to look for but there's a thing that comes up about that i'll get into okay okay what really is fucking weird is that 16 years earlier michael and his first wife are in germany because michael was in 
the army, something like that. Their next door neighbor, her name was Liz Ratliff, who was also had a widow. Her husband, I think, was in the army or something and had died. She was really good friends with Michael and his first wife. I can't mm-hmm. remember. They show a picture of Liz Ratliff. Mm-hmm. She looks exactly like you wouldn't be able to tell her from Kathleen, which is fucking weird. Yes. His first wife was Patricia. Oh, Patricia. So Patricia and Michael and their two boys were in Germany and befriended Elizabeth and George, who were married at the time. Right. And then they are two They daughters. had two daughters. Yes. The thing that happens is Liz is also found dead at the bottom of the stairs. Well, first George died. George dies. So yes. she is a widow. Um, and she is quite wealthy, a wealthy yes. widow. Uh, Michael becomes very close with her. In fact, he is the beneficiary of her will. And Michael and Patricia agree if anything happens to her, they would take the two girls. Yes. Then pretty much after that, pretty quick, Liz is dead. Dead at the bottom of stairs. The nanny found her the next morning after she fell. Right. And there was stories. The death is a, was never brought up because it was ruled an accident. Because people around her, I think even Michael or whatever, or I don't know, had said she was complaining of headaches. And she. Um, it looked like to the Emmy at the time that she had some kind of weird... Um, brain aneurysm Blood or something. Yes. Yeah, something In her happened. head. Yes. Um, and then Michael Peterson, what they find when they, they dig her up again, actually, um, this Liz, they get uh, okay to dig her up, look at her skull, and she also has seven lacerations on her mm-hmm. skull, which look like beating blunt force trauma laceration how are you an me and you say she has a an aneurysm and not look at the gashes in the back of her fucking head i I, I don't know um they said there was no blood found when she was found but then people who saw it and found her said no there was blood everywhere and i think the nanny or a cleaning lady actually had to clean it all up so maybe the pictures were not found of it because it had been all cleaned. But the nanny, whoever found her, said blood was all over the stairs. Blood was everywhere. Um, so there's kind of two different stories to that. But her death is now ruled a homicide instead of accident. 16 years later, her two daughters are being raised by Michael Peterson, mm-hmm. who was the last person to see her alive and probably the person who killed her is what they are saying here. Idiot. Just a psycho. Kathleen, again, as well, has the seven lacerations on her skull that they say looks like it was a very thin, hard object, which gives them the idea that is the poker from the fireplace, Mm -hmm. which also makes sense because she would have like holes and then lines, which looks like a a poker has that claw coming out. That could have gone in and then the line of the metal still continues. And it kind of looked like that, like a few... I don't know, in the cracks in her head. The thing is, they could not find anywhere in all these searches, they couldn't find the poker. In the 2004 French documentary called The Staircase, you can see on Netflix, the first original eight or whatever. Right. 
during his trial, they find that same poker in the garage and it is covered with, it looks like years of dust and spider Mm. webs. And it clearly hadn't just been put there because it was like in somewhere, like it had been there for a while. And even the prosecution is like, that's obviously was not used in the murder, but Mm. they could have just gotten rid of that one and got another one. And that could have been, they could have had another one. And that one obviously wasn't in the house, but they obviously had pictures of using, they used pokers. So maybe Mm -hmm. they didn't want to use that one because it was fucked and they used another one. I mean, they could have, but they, that one's nowhere to be found because I'm sure fucking Todd did something to it or Todd was cleaning while Michael hit it somewhere right, right. and then the police didn't look there and he had time to go drive it somewhere else in the next day mm-hmm. and before a search and got rid of it um so the there's kind of some controversy over this poker but it's clearly it looks like some metal rod because it's thin all these thin cuts in her head that and are just curved. deep yes yeah. um they didn't have dna on anything like that but his dna would have been all over her Anyway, really, um, what the prosecutors do think is that Kathleen went inside. Michael was probably inside and there probably wasn't any out by the pool or they had been out by the pool earlier that night and they both were inside. Kathleen goes to work on the computer and she finds all that dick flies into her face when she turns it on. She discovers, holy shit, um, he's having an affair with a man. Now, Michael in court said um well you know what she knew i was bi and she knew i was having sex with all these men but no, we had a happy marriage but, you know she was totally fine with it no she wasn't why did you have to hide all this shit then i guess he didn't hide it very well um what she maybe knew you were bi and was fine with it fine okay but no what she doesn't want you having an aff- affairs with right. men right. and having unprotected sex maybe with all these men and having all these boyfriends no she doesn't she doesn't want you to be having affairs and the kids certainly didn't know i mean all her friends and her sister said in this documentary hell no she never she never said a word about this right she would have been fucking pissed this would have not she would have just said if you want a boyfriend go have a boyfriend but my god I don't want a husband that's cheating no. on me. And then that's clear. I mean, he's clearly just gay. Yeah. Um, I, just, I want, if you're going to be with me, then be with me. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Idiot. She goes downstairs, yells at him and says, what is all this stuff? You're, you, you're, you have this male prostitute you've been meeting and paying for, you know, and she's paying for everything too. Right. right. He's using all this money paying for gay sex workers. Yeah. Um, you know, my God, she's probably started screaming at him. And I bet that was something that he never wanted to discuss with her or discuss with anyone. Right. And maybe just snapped. And he was so hideous. He couldn't get anyone to date him. Holy shit. And he, he picked up whatever was near him and started beating the shit out of her. Yeah. Um, you know, kicking her once she was bleeding all over, kicking her Stepping down. Stepping on her. Yes. Once she was screaming about her jelly shoes. Yeah. Unconscious. He removes his shoes. Um, so we, while he's cleaning, he starts trying to clean everything up and stage the scene, realizing it's so much fucking blood. He probably just can't. Then at some point she wakes up, stands up, 
tries to get away and he starts beating the shit out of her again, which puts all the new blood layers and blood spatter mm-hmm. over all the dried blood spatter mm-hmm. and the stuff he had already seen. She had the brain cells that proved she had been lying on the floor for at least two hours, um, maybe even six hours, but probably two hours. So, I mean, a long ass time. I mean, two probably because 2.30, I think, was when paramedics started coming. Um, yeah. I bet she went up to use the computer and send that email and then found his email or right. looked at his email. Um, someone went out the back porch carrying something because yes. that's what the blood drops were. They carried the we- murder weapon out towards the pool in the backyard. I mean, probably hit it for that time and then someone drove it away or whatever or went out to the garage and what's his name put it in his car or something i don't know um but that's what they feel like happened here um michael tried to wipe the blood off before paramedics came in obviously shitty job because it was all over and Um, he was a man who didn't know how to clean right just fucked Michael Peterson, of course, denies it. And if you're watching, if you watch the staircase, the French documentary crew comes and is there filming his day to day life. He gets um, out on bail and he has to be at home and his lawyer comes and they film all the lawyer meetings. His daughters are all on his side. His sons are all on his side. The only one that thinks he's a fucking murderer is Kathleen's daughter. And Kathleen's sisters as well. And all of Kathleen's friends know he did it. And so it splits the children um, quite a bit. Because the one smart daughter, Caitlin, said when she saw the autopsy, obviously this isn't a fall down the stairs. And he's lying. The jury unanimously finds this fuck guilty of first degree murder. Even though it might have been a spur of the moment due to anger in, I guess, North Carolina, first degree murder could be the second he thought, I'm going to kill her. That's those seconds. Yes. Um, he thought he could outsmart everybody because of his extreme narcissism. Um, he got away with it in Germany and he thought everyone would be just as stupid and he mm-hmm. thought he could just do the same thing. And obviously it didn't work out. He was sentenced to prison. But what happened is that P. Dwayne um, lied about a few things. P. Dwayne lied about his experience and how many cases he had actually solved. Um, in a little, Pui, uh, yes, P. Dwayne Weaver. Yeah, come on. So all of his testimony had to be stripped and it couldn't count. And Michael got a retrial. Um, after appeals, right? Like he yes, appeal after all the appeals, and, yeah. He got out then for a while, and then he did an Alford plea, uh-huh. which is him saying, I'm not guilty, but I recognize that you have a whole lot of evidence that's going to com- have me be guilty. Right. And and that was February of 2017. Yes. And the judge said, all right, time served, and he's out. Yep. He, is living his life, this dick. Yep. Now, the thing that comes up all the time in this case, which kind of makes, because this case is salacious, yes. you know, and gory and bloody, is this owl theory. So while he was going through his appeals, 
some dick neighbor of his, mm-hmm. like two weeks before this murder, said he was walking and an owl came close to his head and almost scratched him or something like that or attacked him. Right. So he said there could be these attacking owls in our neighborhood and maybe she went out on her front porch for some fucking dumb reason um, and stood by her front porch her front door I thought it was by the back I thought that's how they were trying to explain the blood that went out the back door there, no they, like she so got attacked on her way in from the pool but he would he couldn't have been it had to be the front because he would have seen her because he in his story he was there the whole time it's when she went in, she went in the front door. She went out the oh. front door because he could not hear anything because his story was he was all the way at the back of the house at the pool. If it happened at the pool where that blood was, he was literally right there. He would have seen it all and okay. helped her. So, and she had cl- hair in her hand too yes. or something, right? When but she was dead. that could have happened at any point. Right. When she's being, trying to like, be, protect yes. herself from her husband beating her. Yes. So... This theory came too because in her hair they said they had found two microscopic owl hairs, which I'm sure everyone has in their hair. These are again are microscopic. So what they think right. is she was in her front porch, an owl came and scratched the shit out of her head while she obviously just stood there like a dumbass, I guess, right. and let it happen. But you would think you would move your hands and there would be more there would there were no owl feathers in the front house no. the owls if an owl's on your head scratching the shit out of you attacking you and screaming it's gonna have feathers falling out and wings yeah, flapping more than just micro there would be blood spatter all over your front door all over yeah. the front porch all over everywhere there would be so much if it was seven lacerations that an owl did yeah. you would be bleeding so badly there would be blood you would hold your hand there'd be blood on the doorknob there would be blood from the door to the kitchen where she maybe would have went to clean up or get heading out to get scott to go drive her to the hospital or not scott peterson michael peterson <laughs> too many dead petersons those fucking petersons uh, what the hell and so if she just would have they said well she passed out at the stairs well why then is blood squirting up at a two-foot level from right. her head wound right why is there no blood from the door to where she fell from an owl scratch right why are there? Why is there blood on the bottom of her feet all of a sudden when there's no blood where she walked at all? There would be blood everywhere if she had these deep seven deep cuts. Why is her neck broken? They. Why did she have the red neurons? They even paid somebody, like an owl person, to come in and do, like to try to prove that it really could happen. It's the most ridiculous, stupid thing I've ever heard. Yes, an owl has fucking talents. It could rip you apart and that did not happen where is all where is the blood and she could have been screaming she would have you know went in oh we should stop right now and say we're talking about animals oh killing people well no they want the animals this one didn't really oh yeah the animal dying oh that was the problem yeah, this owl didn't really exist. We no, don't, this we is don't a believe. fucking dumb. But owl. people really think it. They do, and I think it's so dumb. Then how did he get blood spatter in his yeah. crotch? Why yeah. is his crotch soaking wet? So then he, she did get hit by an owl, and he still teabagged her. Yeah. No. Yeah. It doesn't match any of the other evidence. You're a fucking asshole, dumbass. If you believe in this, it is not. It is him. It is her husband. An owl did not swoop out of nowhere and start clawing the shit out of her head and say, "Fuck you, bitch." You are a fucking bitch. And I just want to claw the shit out of your head right now and then break your neck bones in the front 
And then you are not going to, I'm not going to leave any feathers except microscopic two feathers in your head. And then no claw tissue or anything. Claws getting stuck in your hair or anything. And, and I then will go l- fuck yourself. Yeah, I will leave your jelly shoes here for and somebody up, else to find. Right. No, how would she have gotten in the house without blood all over from where she was to where she fell? There was not a drop. And then the blood again, how did it get up all over the wall? Well, it was him. Obviously. That's how it did. Yes. I can't. But this old bastard is now walking around like Gollum. Yep. Just living Free his life. Bird. Free as After a he killed bird. two women. Except Caitlin, who took him to claims court. Yeah, Caitlin. And they heard all the evidence and thought he was guilty as fuck. It's just like OJ. Yeah. When it's in the civil Yes, because they awarded her $25 million yep. that he has to pay. But he, of course, filed bankruptcy right away. She blocked that. Yep. So she gets any money he makes. This dick yeah. wrote two books about the crime him being innocent did no one ever How, buy it i hope not god he's i hate him so much he's just the a complete narcissistic wiener that looks like a ball walking ball sack i hate him so yeah me too i was trying to see what did he so they're gonna make a movie i guess on hbo or something i don't even want this more attention to it behind the staircase was his yes. biographical And I don't want this b- movie better not say this owl shit. No, he that was independently published. So nobody, he didn't even really have a publisher. Because oh. I'm sure people were like, Fuck, I didn't no, think I'm criminals or cons were supposed to be able to get money off of their story. I thought that was a thing. Maybe you know. could if you were independently publishing it. Maybe, I don't know. I hope no one bought it. Fuck. Well, and what's he going to say? I don't know. I found my wife dead and I don't know anything else. Bye. I don't know how I got blood in my crotch. I, I, I just, this case is infuriating to me. So yes, we actually did this case. I was just looking up like, you know, cause when I rewatched this forensic files, I was like, I feel like we've done this before, but I think it's just cause I, I, you've heard the story so many times. Like, um, We've talked about it, too, in our Patreon. People have asked. Yes. Oh, yeah. They've asked yeah. if we could do this. Yes. So there's, like, the mini series that you um, talked about. And then it's been on Dateline. Yes. NBC. It was called Reversal of Fortune. And then Dateline also did one called Down the Back Staircase. And then Criminal. Yeah. Did animal instincts on oh, it? I probably talk about the owl. Yes, and then my favorite murder. Yeah, did this one in their one hundredth episode. Oh, see, it's yeah, they saved it's it for one hundred. Famous. We just did a random. Yeah, we did it for random for this dick, Michael. Because he is a dick, just like Scott is a dick, just like Drew, Drew. is a super dick. All of them are narcissistic wieners that don't deserve the time of day from anyone, gay or bi. No. Or straight. Or straight. Nobody deserves to give the fucking Petersons any No. Oh, I hope all of his kids are really sad that they stood by him now because Caitlin's the only sibling who. No, they're all happy he's free and he didn't do nothing. And he's even though it makes no fucking sense because he had to give all of his. Well, they know he's a dick because you know your dad, but they're not. Does he get the? 
insurance money then? You can't if you if are, you are convicted yes. of murdering them. No, then you can't. No, but then if he was a real retrial and he wasn't really convicted, he did that plea. It's still I I don't know. He doesn't have to say he's guilty, but it's still I don't know a criminal plea. plea? I don't know. Or he's still he gets nothing. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. He better not. And ho- I don't know. He sucks. All right. Well, if you can give us a review, that would be great. Yes. We'd be getting some great Let's reviews. Join our Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram. Tell your friends. Spread the word. We would be so happy to get more listeners that are just like our wonderful listeners right now that we have that seem just like friends. Um, we'll need to go around and just have meets. Um, or we can just hang out at we a We do. Bar. I know. I just looked it up because I couldn't yeah. take it. In 2004, uh, Caitlin, his daughter, and her biological father got the $1.5 million. Oh, good. So her ex-husband and Caitlin's. Good. And dad. I hope she yep. told him to suck it Yep, and piss off. Yep. And get bent, dick. That's what she said. Michael Peterson also looks literally hideous like a ball like a, right he puts now. a ball sack on his head and yes. that's his face Gollum Gollum walks ball around sack. and he is scary um thanks for listening and they bye, bye.